Many of the issues that we have been focused on and on have been uh, political, uh, geopolitical, geoeconomic, geostrategic, and appropriately so, because America's relations with the Arab countries, the Arab world, our Arab friends, partners, and strategic allies, as well as Arab countries' relations with us in all of those categories and dynamics being appropriate. There's also, well, there are also two missing components of this, and this has to do with educational dynamics of educating each other. We oftentimes speak past each other, look past each other, or look behind each other. And there's the developmental dynamics of modernization, which is not the same as westernization. And the implications of both of these sets of dynamics on the overall tenor tone, nature, and extent of the Arab-U.S. relationship. The chair of this panel is His Excellency Dr. Mawan Muasha, who's the Vice President for External Affairs at the World Bank. He's had an extraordinary career. We've been friends for nearly a quarter of a century. He has his PhD in engineering from Purdue. He came most recently to this position from being in the upper house of Jordan's parliament as a senator. He be began his career as a journalist for Jordan Times. And Jordan Times was a pioneer participant in one of the National Council's programs that I neglected to describe or mention yesterday, namely the Arab World Journalism Internship Award. There are 88 schools of journalism in the United States, and we have had a program that has taken 55 of their outstanding graduates, and we put them to work on English language newspapers, because at journalism school they don't teach Arabic, in uh, Saudi Arabia, and the United Arab Emirates, in Jordan, and Kuwait, as well as Egypt. And Jordan Times took the first of our interns, and that was Scott McLeod, who has become an extraordinary uh, journalist uh, for, the, for Time magazine. Indeed, when King Mohammed uh, of Morocco, Mohammed Zadis, uh, gave his first international interview exclusive, it was to Scott McLeod of Time magazine, who was an alumnus of the first class of the National Council's journalist in the region. Dr. Moasha became the d director for the Jordanian Information Bureau in Washington, D.C., and this is when we, when and where we first met. And he was instrumental in uh, helping get the authorization and acceptability and the respectability of the National Council's programs in Jordan for high school graduates from uh, 36 American cities, as well as Malone Fellows from the 800 universities that we have a cooperative arrangement with. Uh, since then, we have 25 total delegations that we have sent to Jordan as a result of what he was able to establish and Queen Noor at the time, Jordanian's queen and the wife of King Hussein. In 1995, he became the Jordan's first ambassador to Israel. In 1996, Jordanian, Jordanian Ministry of Information. 97, Jordan's ambassador to the United States, and then Minister of Foreign Affairs, and Deputy Prime Minister, and author most recently of a groundbreaking book, The Arab Center, having to do with 
the challenges of those Arab leaders who were referred to by as Americans as moderates, but increasingly by those who are hostile to American policies, positions, and actions, and attitudes, and the kinds of lecturing that Barbara Bodine referred to, the word moderate has become debased and decoined. It's sometimes now seen as America's Arab or an echo chamber of Washington, D.C. Uh, Dr. Mawashir has addressed this issue in terms of the need for strengthening Arab moderates in the Arab Center. Dr. Mawashir. Thank you so much, uh, John. This is uh, way too generous uh, an introduction. I uh, actually uh, uh, will moderate this session. I'm extremely glad uh, to be here and to be among such a distinguished group of speakers talking about an issue that, in my opinion, is as important as any other issue facing the Middle East today. When we talk about education, we truly are not just talking about the quantity of education, something that the Arab world has uh, made great strides in. And uh, 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 whether it is in putting people in schools, whether it is in closing the gender gap, or whether it is in fighting illiteracy. But whereas uh, a lot of effort and <clears throat> has been put into the quantity of education, I believe that the more important challenge facing the Arab world today, and I'm uh, sure uh, the panel will address that challenge uh, this morning, is to talk about the quality of education in the Arab world. This is where truly the region is still lagging behind many other regions in the world. What is the content of the educational material that we are teaching our children? Uh, are we giving them the skills that are needed in the marketplace today? You know that the Arab world is a very young region. Almost more than 60% of Arabs are below 30 years of age. And it is estimated, according to the World Bank, that we will need at least 100 million new jobs between now and the year 2020. So in the next 12 years, if we are to uh, be able to address the uh, important issue of unemployment uh, and poverty reduction, we will need to, in the Arab world, create uh, 100 million new jobs. Is our educational system equipped to give people the skills that can make them competitive in the domestic, regional, and international arena? Are we teaching them the soft skills that are needed, critical thinking, problem solving, communication skills, or are we still uh, uh, you know, instilling in them a memory-based uh, direct learning system that has, as we all know, become outdated? Are we teaching them values of diversity and tolerance and respect for other opinions? Or are we teaching them absolute truths and uh, 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 without any uh, margin for critical thinking and for uh, respecting other points of views? Uh, these are all extremely important issues that the Arab world will have to face, cannot keep ignoring, uh, uh, particularly in such times when we are all facing a global financial crisis and we are all facing uh, problems of 
of, uh, of development uh, in the region. I'm truly uh, delighted to have with us uh, today people who are very well equipped to talk about this. Uh, these all need no introduction, but let me just say a few words. We have, of course, His Royal Highness Prince Turki Al Faisal, who is not just, uh, you know, he's an, he has a, a long list uh, that I don't need to go through. You all know him, uh, or many of you know him from his days here as the Saudi ambassador to the U.S. Uh, he's been the director general of the intelligence director general of, in Saudi Arabia, and as well as many other titles. I would like to introduce him today as both a scholar, a thinker, and a reformer in the Arab world. Thank you. And equally so, I would like to introduce the ambassador of the Kingdom of Bahrain to the United States, the first woman ambassador from Bahrain to the United States and the second Arab uh, uh, ambassador uh, uh, to the United States as well. Uh, ambassador Huda Nunu, who has been uh, also part of the Shura Council in Bahrain, who has been Secretary General of the Society of Human Rights in Bahrain, something which we also need to instill in our children, in our educational system. So it's a pleasure, Ambassador, to have you also on the panel. Mr. David Arnold, uh, the president of the American University of Beirut uh, and former vice, uh, I'm sorry, of Cairo. Freudian slip of the tongue, but. Uh, <laughs> and former vice president of the Institute of International Education. Comes from uh, uh, really a long tradition of both American University in Cairo and in Beirut of teaching relative truths, of teaching the dangers of subscribing to absolute truths and teaching the values of tolerance, uh, of diversity, and of respecting other people's opinions. Uh, and uh, as a commentator uh, on the uh, uh, presentations that we will hear today, we also have Ms. Muna Abu Sulaiman, who is co-host of the very popular program on MVC, Kalam Nawa'am, Softly Speaking, a program that has really been a pioneer in uh, putting forward women's points of views on several issues facing the Arab world. So it's a pleasure also to have you uh, among us today. Uh, with that, I will turn the floor to His Royal Highness Prince Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> 